And we are back, the Beer Bros, back at it on a uh, take two of a Sunday fun day. We are back. We got a special episode this week. Uh, joining us once again, uh, we met with him yesterday, full disclosure, I forgot that there is a, uh, a rule about getting your phone too hot in the sun, uh, so our recording stopped halfway through. So Dave was I think modern technology can, <laughs> you know, can solve that. No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, but he is back with us today. Is Dave from Beer in Front. Dave, welcome back. Thank you for uh, hopping on tonight to record with us. Oh, no problem. Glad to be back with you guys, Rob and Joe. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. And of course, with me as always is my partner in crime. It is the big fibber himself, Rob Young. Rob, how you doing, bud? I'm good, man. Good. We're having a great start to the week. Yes, yes, we are. Um, like I said, Dave is with us from Beer in Front. We are going to be sampling a beer from Fibs Brewing, get to know a little bit more about Dave and Beer in Front. Uh, but before we get to all that, Rob, you want to tell people where they can reach us on social media? Yep. Uh, download Untapped if you haven't already. You can follow us at The Beer Bros. Email us, thebeerbros at gmail.com. Uh, listen to the past podcasts on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. Uh, Twitter, at TheBeerBros1. Instagram, TheBeerBrosPod. Like and follow the Facebook page if you haven't already. And as always, check out those past quarantine episodes and uh, Beer Racket videos on YouTube. Absolutely. Alrighty. So, Dave, let's. Uh, we're we're going to ask you the same questions. So, you know. It, we I might... was drinking then, so I <laughs> forgot about <them> already. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> uh, and then we'll get into our uh, beer from Fibs. Uh, so... First question for you here is, uh, you know, what was your inspiration for starting Beer in Front? And, you know, what was kind of the uh, thought process on, like, the format of the show? I mean, I started it, even though I don't consider myself an expert, I'm an everyman. I don't work for a brewery. I, I'm, I'm not in the industry at all, but... Right. Your friends always think of you as the beer guy. Oh, let me ask Dave. He'll know. So I've always had like the reputation of the beer guy. So I'm like, mm, I do know a little about it. I'm not, like I said, I'm not an expert. So I'm like, well, maybe I could start a podcast. And, you know, like I was mentioning before, I never listened to podcasts before I started one. My wife is a huge podcast person, listens to NPR, listens to everything else. I don't listen to po outside of my friends. Like, I listen to you guys. There's other people in the beer social media community that I'll listen to. But as a rule, I'm not a podcast guy. So how I decided, oh, let me start a podcast, I don't know. But I started doing that. And one of the reasons was lately everybody gets into like they're untapped. Oh, I need the new trendy beer. Let me get four badges for this rare release. And I kind of think you forget about just enjoying the beer that's in front of you. Sometimes the beer in front of you is a great beer. It may be something you forgot about, but it doesn't mean it's not a good beer. It's still a good beer, even though it's not hazy or barrel aged or containing all sorts of you know chocolate coconut anything like that else sometimes a good beer is just a good beer so enjoy the beer it's in front of you 
now. Like that's that's a message I, I like can that. definitely get behind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I mean, you know, like like you said, like there's just so many great beers, and obviously, like you know, we're big craft beer people. The craft beer industry has exploded. You know, what got you interested in craft beer, and what was your first craft beer that you had? I work for an airline, and I've worked for an airline for 34 years now. So way back in 89, some friends of mine, of mine, we went on a day trip to Boston. We're like, all right, we're going to use our flight benefit, so we'll go to Boston for the day, check out Faneuil Hall, and check out you know all the historical sites. So we're grabbing a bite to eat, and you know you're looking at the beer list, and there's your usuals, your you know Budweisers, you know Miller, genuine drafts, things like that. But there was this one; it was a local Boston beer called Samuel Adams. But like, all right, I'm I'm in Boston. I'll try the Boston beer, and that just blew me away from the color. Which you know, my beer back then was genuine draft. I was a genuine draft guy. So, but looking at the color of Boston Lager with the caramel malts, it's like, wow, what is this? Then the aroma, and you get caramel malts, you get the taste of that with the hops that. A Boston Lager is not an overly hoppy beer, but it has a lot more hops than a Budweiser does or a Genuine Draft. So it was a combination of everything. It was like, wow, shit, this, there's a lot more to life than what we know up till now. <laughs> right. So that just started me on this long road to ruin, uh, having you know a million pint glasses over the years. And beer signs all over. That just started me on the downward spiral. <laughs> It was a good and bad trip to Boston, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, a, a Boston lager will always... That, that is one of my, like, no. Desert Island beers. It is such an amazing beer. Yeah, you know, we were talking yesterday, too. On Tap, it's yes. my favorite. You know, and you you can find it at probably every airport or Chili's or Applebee's or places like that. They'll always have... Boston Lager on tap, but that's still my go-to. Oh, okay. I'll have that. Agreed. Rob? Okay. Uh, so, moving on to our next question. What is uh, what is your most, uh, like, your spiciest beer take, or your most, like, controversial or polar, like, beer take? I, one, I'm lactose intolerant, and you guys are younger than I am, so... Don't get old. I woke up one morning, I was like pushing 50, and all of a sudden it's like, I can't have lactose anymore because it's a direct run to the bathroom. <laughs> Every beer out there now has flipping lactose in it. There's no need for lactose in every beer. I could see a milk stout, that's fine. I, I understand that. But in a sour, in a... IPA, stay away from the lactose. It's not needed. Yeah, or serve with a side of lactate. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so one of my favorite things about your podcast is, uh, you know, you have other, you know, and you kind of spoke to it, like you have other podcasts on, you know, the beer community and just other podcasts that aren't beer related. Uh, you know, what what made you start doing that? Uh, in you know in combination with having beer? You know, I started right before the pandemic. 
So my initial plan was, oh, I'm going to have my friends on. We'll talk about beer. We'll go to places. Then, obviously, everything kind of got pushed aside for 2020. So I branched out a little bit more. It wound up just being me because I couldn't have my friends over, things like that. So then I got into a little bit more political rants. I call people out as a jag off. You know, it's just, it's kind of a way to fill time because I'm sure, like you guys know, when you start the podcast, you're like, oh, I could do 30 minutes standing on my head. And then you look and it's like, I've only recorded four minutes. Shit, what else am I going to do to <laughs> fill some time? So I just kind of branched out and started with calling people jag offs and other things just to initially to fill the time, but it's a popular segment, so. I keep it going. It's the premiere segment. Um, yeah. <laughs> now, one of my favorite interviews that you did was with Illinois Representative Ann Williams. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, our listeners here. If you're looking for an episode to listen, this is that's the one. That's one of my favorites. Uh, you know, how, how did you get in contact with her, and how did that all kind of get the ball rolling on that? You know, I just shot my shot. I'm small. I'm independent. I'm not. Joe Rogan. I'm not NPR. It's a small little niche that we have, but she's my state representative. And there's a lot of great breweries in my district. So I just reached out to her on Twitter, like, you know, and I explained, listen, I'm small. So if you're looking to have thousands of people listen, this is not the show for you. But if you're interested in talking about the breweries in our district, I would like it if you came on, and she agreed to it. And she's a great person, a great representative, so we really hit it off. I've met her after the fact with another state representative and our state senator. We did a brewery crawl and went to a different breweries in the area, so that was really cool. But it was literally, I just shot my shot. I figured, what else do I have to lose? And she replied, yeah, I'll do it. That's awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> and, and, yeah. And, you know, she do her stuff, too. Like, you know, politicians sometimes are yeah. like, ah, they're just going to kind of be like, you know, all political. They, she, she knew her stuff, and it was, it was it was a great listen. Yeah, she's really cool. She is. Uh, so kind of uh, going to the next one, uh, what do you have planned for for future episodes? Are, uh, you know, are there any interviews you're really excited about coming up? A lot of it, you know, depends on the pandemic and what's going to happen with these next waves. Who knows? I have a couple other shows that are non-beer related that have coming up. Uh, The E14 podcast, they're based out of Louisiana, both husband and wife team. They're in the Navy, active duty Navy. So we're going to talk about issues facing military members. I have a show coming up on the year 1971 in music. And then after that, you know, I'm just, I'm ready to go with beer. There's a lot of good beers. I recorded some segments. Uh, I'm taking the month of August off as a little hiatus. So I'm starting to build up a little backlog so I could just start, you know, pumping out more beer things and we'll just see what the future is. You know, who knows if we'll have another shutdown soon. Got Knock on wood, we don't, yeah, but, awesome. you know, we just kind of have to play it by ear right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what would be your best advice for someone looking to start a podcast right now? Do your research. Um, ask questions. 
on social media, there's a great community of indie podcasters. Everyone gets along. No one, everyone will give you, you know, honest advice, feedback. There's people that I've said, you know, hey, will you listen to my show? Just give me feedback. And they'll do it and vice versa. That's beneficial. But, like, the main thing is be yourself. Don't try to be a newscaster and come out with this fake newscaster voice. Or don't try to be a Joe Rogan or anyone else. The people that listen to your podcast initially are going to be your spouse, your siblings, your dog. That's it. And they want to hear you. They don't want to hear your impression of a podcaster. And that's what will get people in. If you're yourself and not worried about trying to be someone else, the people will come. Like in my case, it's taken a while, but they'll eventually you know, come around. So the main thing, just be true to yourself, be yourself, and the people will follow. Perfect advice. Yeah. Totally. I totally, totally approve of that one. Um, You know, Joe, Joe, you got that deep podcasting voice (laughs) going on there. I've got a face for radio, so. uh, Yeah. So, you know, obviously we're we're beer guys here. Got to ask, what's your favorite beer and what would be your desert island beer? Or beers? It's hard to say because with favorite, a lot of it depends on the season, the weather. It's 90 degrees out. You're not drinking barrel-aged all the time. Right. I'd have to say it's tough, but Revolutions, Death by Cherries, I'd knock that off anytime. I'd have that in 100-degree heat. That's a great beer. One from Pipeworks that was called Imperial End of Days. That was an imperial style with peppers, but it wasn't spicy. It didn't like blow you away like a one chip challenge thing. It almost tasted like a sour cherry at first, then the heat built up. That's something I've only had twice in my life, and I'll never forget it. If I ever see Imperial End of Days from Pipeworks, I'm grabbing that one. We'll have to keep we'll have to keep an eye out. That does sound yeah. pretty good. And there's a the, the area, the city and the suburbs are so great. Like more, I really like more. And I have a coworker that lives a couple blocks away. They put out one this summer that was called Chula, which was a mango fruited sour with like a tahini type powder. That was excellent. And I wish I would have said, you know, grab me a case of that. But I'm like, oh, you know. Right. Here's 15 bucks or whatever. Grab me a four pack. That was a filler, and I wish I had more of that. That was great as well. But yeah, there's so many great beers in the city and suburbs. But more is one of my favorites in the suburbs. Yeah, that's definitely one I want to get back. I, yeah, I did a pickup a couple times. I picked a few up from Benny's, but they, everything I've had from there has been top tier. Yeah, this mm-hmm. one I have to make my way over to. So next time you go uh, curbsiding, Joe. I'm- oh, you want to hang out finally? Uh, yeah, I've been dodging my calls for a week this time. <laughs> well, if you go to Huntley, like pretty close to Moore is Solhopped. Solhopped is knocking it out too. They put out some great beers, so you could do a, a taste Ooh. of Huntley episode. Knock oh. out both. I can, I can have we that. We talked range. about uh, like a beer hopping or a bar, uh, a brewery hopping episode. So I'd yeah. have to do that. 
I can get on board. Uh, Rob, do you want to give Dave the fantastic questions of the week you've been posting out there? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay, so uh, I have two questions from the last two episodes. Uh, when, when is it acceptable to start drinking Oktoberfest? When's the earliest you can drink Oktoberfest? Well, they start coming out late July. It seems like it's earlier and earlier. I don't know. I had my first Oktoberfest a couple days ago. I had the Half Acres Lager Town. Great beer. One, because it was cold. It was in my fridge. I grabbed it. Normally, I kind of wait until after Labor Day. But, you know, if it's there, I'm going to drink it. They're great beers. (laughs) They are. They are very good. And um, for my, my second question, if you're opening up a brewery tomorrow, what are you naming it? Well, it's funny you mention that. I was a home brewer for many years, and my friend and I brewed all the time. He lives out in Addison, and we stopped. It was one, it's not easy to do and then running back and forth you know i don't live i used to live closer to him now i'm in the city so it's not exactly you know close but we called it hand of fate brewing company and just as a joke i set up a web domain and i registered it and printed up just chintzy little t-shirts things like that there's a brewery in illinois that calls themselves hand of fate (laughs) <laughs> so I got rid of the domain and I emailed the guys. I'm like, listen, you know, I'm just a schmuck. You know, I'm a nobody, but I did this on a whim. So, and they couldn't use the domain at first because I had it. <laughs> so I had a brewery name, got rid of it. If I were to start another one, it would probably just be Jagoff Brewery <laughs> Brewing Company. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think that's a perfect name. Oh, man. That's a great story. Yeah. I mean, speaking of Jagoff, we've talked about it a few times. I think, you know, obviously you said, like, it's one of your your more popular segments on the show. It's been a while since you've had a show record. Who's your Jagoff of the week this week? I probably have to say all of these people that are just getting sick from COVID and they're you know, podcasters, broadcasters, oh, I'm not going to get the shot and all this. And they wind up, I don't want anyone to die, but these people are leaving behind a widow and children without a parent because you didn't want to get the vaccine. I had a guy at work, if I wasn't going to get fired for choke slamming him yesterday, I would have. He was sitting there saying, well, I'm waiting for the FDA to approve the vaccine. So I could sue somebody if it doesn't work. And I really just wanted to choke this dude, but I'm like, that's not going to end well for me. So (laughs) it's just people like that. Just do what you can. Make everybody healthy. and Let's just get past this thing. I'd love to hear the excuse now because the FDA approved it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, did you hear that sound? Yeah, the goalpost will move. (laughs) It'll be something else. Yeah. That's them moving the goalpost. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Rob, do you have any other questions for Dave before we get into this uh, this beer here? I think 
that's it for me. I think I'm ready to uh, try uh, Throwdown. All right, let's do it. So we are drinking Throwdown Hazy IPA from Fibs. It is a 7% ABV. Uh, Pineapple is kind of the main uh, fruit used in there. Uh, If you smell it, uh, you know, David and I were kind of talking about it before we hit record. Like, when you crack that thing open, you can smell the pineapples coming out of there. Yeah. And then, you know, we talked about this yesterday. This doesn't look like a hazy IPA at all. Uh, This is clear as day. Um, I mean, a little carbonation might have gotten lost from the crowler, but, I mean, I would not think this is a hazy at just first look. No, it looks more like an IPA or just your typical Actually, this, I don't know if it lost something in the crowler, but this was hazier yesterday when we had it. It was. It fibs. Like, now this is... Clear, you could see right through this bad boy. Yeah, yeah, almost like a pilsner look to it, actually. It really does, yeah. Um, but I mean, taste and look are one thing. Or sorry, smell and look are one thing, but taste is another. Gentlemen, cheers. There's only one. Cheers. Yeah. Well, that's a good beer. It's a very solid beer. Um, even with it losing a little carbonation, I would say, but the Definitely all of the taste is still there, which which is awesome. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, yeah, like yeah, you, you def- Oh, go ahead, Dave. You pick up everything from this. You still get the pineapple from this. Yes. You get the hops. Like, I think with this, maybe because it lost a little bit, I get a little bit more bitterness out of this than I did yesterday. Like, now this does taste more like an IPA. You get that bitterness at the back of your tongue that... Not all of the hops are up forward. They're kind of, it's more balanced, but this is a really good beer. It is. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, you know, 7% ABV, you really don't want to be knocking these back too much, but, I mean, these are deceptively smooth TM. Um, I mean, it, it is very easy drinking, and I think, you know, I think it maybe was a little sweeter yesterday. It just obviously, you know, again, it's not at its freshest, but, I mean, it's still very good, and uh, the bitterness, I don't think, detracts too much from it. No, yeah, uh, I would go back. I would drink this one again. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, on tap this is definitely even better, but I mean it's still it's still very good. Still very tasty. Yep. Absolutely. Um mm. Now, Dave, if you were going to pair this with a food, it doesn't have to be a uh, a meal. It could be an appetizer or like a snack or whatever you're feeling. What are you pairing this with? I think with this, because I'm getting some pineapple from the hops, I would pair this with a with an El Pastor taco, where you get that little pineapple in there, you get a little spice. Yeah. I think the pineapple would blend well with a good El Pastor taco. Right. I, I got to ask, where's your favorite place to get a taco, either in the city or anywhere? There's, it's a mom and pop place. They have two locations about three blocks away but one it's right it's on montrose and western it's called cinco de mayo and their el pastor tacos to me are the best in the city the best el pastor i've had since going to mexico city which is the home of el pastor that's a great place three bucks they load the tacos up with enough meat that one would tie you over to your full. Yeah. 
and it's a great place there. Carne asadas are great. Chickens are great, but their El Pastor is killer. Good one. All right, I'm going to check that out. I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, we're, next time we meet up, Dave, we're going there. <laughs> yeah, we're all there. Oh, yeah. We'll just do a cash taco. only place, so bring a couple oh. bucks for cash. Yeah, that's the best kind but, of place. Yeah, the tacos. Yeah, the tacos are great. Grab a couple of those and then hit the breweries. You're good to go. That sounds like a perfect day to me, Rob. What are you pairing oh, yeah. this with? For me, um, I always when I taste more citrusy beers, I lean more towards barbecue, just because I feel like uh, barbecue sauce and. Uh, citrusy beers just pair very nicely. Uh, I think I'm going with wings, and I'm going like a mango habanero uh, sauce on these wings. I think it would just very, just the citrus would pair very nicely together. Uh, I think, yeah, it's a great combo. I can dig it. Um, yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. If I'm going to pair this with, I mean, it's going to sound simple, but a burger, I mean, I like to think like, you know, tropical, like like especially pineapple I think that really does go well with burgers. There are burgers that have pineapples on them. Maybe not your thing, but maybe on the side, I think that's going to be a really good pairing. Uh, and again, it's you know it's smooth, so it's not going to be sitting too heavy in your stomach, so you're still going to be able to enjoy that that burger. I agree. It does go Wouldn't down. Work with me. It doesn't go down too heavy. No. Um, time of year wise, I mean, I think we can all agree it's definitely a summertime beer. Yeah. And it was a cool place. I, I would it recommend was. Fibs. If somebody's in the area, I mean, it's a smaller place, but if you're going and just going to pick up a crowd or bring to a you know friend's house or whatever, Fibs, I mean, the couple beers that I have from there, I enjoyed. I like the place. Yeah, uh, definitely a great atmosphere. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a very small tap room, but, I mean, like, it, like you felt like you were family with the uh, – with you know the yeah. bartenders, like they were, you know they were chatting you up. It was it was just yeah. it was a great place. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's in you know it's it's in like you know an industrial or you know industrial park. Like kind of hard to find at times, but it's like once you find yeah. it, you're home. What uh what suburb brewery isn't like that though? I mean a lot. This of is them, true. Yeah, all of them. Like, <laughs> this is true. Like Church Street and all the others. Yeah, it's just like you know, your GPS is lost. Right. Like where am I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Salamoth, I definitely got lost. I got I got lost going to Fibs, too. I didn't know where I was. Um, I didn't see the sign. Uh, all right. Uh, any any last notes here on Throwdown Hazy IPA from Fibs? I like it. I would drink this again. I would pick it up if I, you know, I think if I were to go back there, I would try some of the other ones. I know they have like nine or ten different beers, so I think I would try some of the others, but... I would have no problem picking up a crawler of this and bringing it somewhere. This is a really good beer. Agreed. Agreed. Rob, anything else? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm on the, the same train here. I think there was there was an interesting sour that I really wanted to try, and I'm not even a big sour guy, but I think they, I think I saw like blackberry in there, and um, like anything with like I, I'm a big blackberry guy, so if uh, I see a sour with something like that in it, I really want to try it. So. Definitely got to make a trip back to back there. Yeah, and uh, and Fibs has uh, our good friend Pretzel Crack. They got those uh, they got those pretzels there. So pick them up, Dave. I know you you got the peanut butter and jelly one, right? Oh yeah, those. I mean, I knocked off most of the bag on the way home, <laughs> and yeah, I saved some for my wife. But I came home, my dog was like, "What the f did you just have?" My dog attacked me. I thought the dog was going to start tongue kissing me. 
for whatever was stuck on my beer. Those were some outstanding pretzels. And I should have grabbed the pizza ones as well, but I'm like, oh, this trick. Because I think, uh, Rob, you mentioned the peanut butter and jelly ones. So I'm like, all right, I'll try those. The pretzel crack was outstanding. I highly advise getting a sampler pack. Yeah, the deep dish pizza, cheeseburger one. The cheeseburger uh, one tastes like so an actual cheeseburger. Flavors. No joke. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that. That's a whole other podcast. Oh, oh, it looks like we got a guest. Hi, Danny. Got my puppy here. Hi, girl. Okay, I'm working. Uh, I'm hey, working, bud. Danny. All right. Um, <laughs> let's move on to in other beer news. Dave, is there any beer that you've had recently that you want to give a shout out to? God, there's so many good ones. Uh, a lot of people are knocking out good Italian pilsners. Pipeworks had one with uh, the Graziano Sandwich Place, Alla Salute. That you know, an Italian Pilsner. It's a Pilsner, but they're more dry hopped, so you have more of the noble hops in the end. Those are really good. I think that's my new favorite style. But that um, Pipeworks Graziano collaboration, Alla Salute. That's one. Another one. I wish I grabbed the case of it instead of a four pack. Yeah, that was one I like. I saw and I was like, I got, I got to like go out and get it. And then like by the time I was like planning on doing it, they like they had already sold out. They're like, we're done. I think they sold out in a day because I saw they put it out on social media, mm-hmm. and I was off that day. I'm like, I'm just gonna go run and grab some, and I did. And then the next day they were like sold out. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> lucky dog. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Rob, do you have anything that you want to give a shout out to? Yeah, so I was at a local uh, restaurant bar in downtown LaGrange, uh, Barrel House Social, which actually had Mars beer on tap. Joe and I had been trying to get Mars <laughs> beer for our Chicago beer bracket, and we were having the most difficult time finding cans anywhere, even like Benny's. So when I saw they had beer on tap, I, I was like, I got to. I got to have one. So I had uh, the Mars Gay IPA, which was to honor Pride Month. And it was a double dry hopped, uh, hazy IPA. Very tasty, very citrusy. Uh, had a nice dry finish to it. Uh, I, I would say I picked up more like mango on it, you know, kind of learning from our, our fruit podcast. Um, and, um, and the bartender was like, you got to look up the can. It, it, it it's fantastic, and I, I looked it up. It's it's literally a black can with a bunch of rainbow dicks on it. it, it it's just hilarious. It's it's phenomenal. <laughs> that's what you got to keep, you know. That's that's just a, that's a yeah. one of a kind. Like <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, any other ones, Rob? That's it for me. Cool. Uh, well, speaking of your, you know, the 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 Mars Gay that was, and of course, my dog decides to. Whatever. Um, you know, on top of like Pride Month, uh, Maplewood, they came out with one. Uh, STA stands for Sabro Transit Authority. Um, this is a really good one. It was a New England IPA. Drank a little bit heavier than maybe some other ones that I've had, but it was still really enjoyable. Probably more of a one and done, but uh, really, really enjoyable. Uh, and then I also had a Black Cherry Supreme from Surly. Uh, Surly came out with that. I kind of mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. Their, their Supreme... Uh, packed. We had Grapefruit Supreme win the summer beer bracket. If you haven't had any of these, these are delicious beers. 
This black cherry one was a little bit more tart and sweet. Uh, we're just going to talk over the dog. Uh, yeah, it's usually my dog. Too, yeah, so I'm glad it's somebody else. Uh, it's every time. Um, but yeah, Black Cherry Supreme. If, you, if you're at Benny's and you see one of the Surly Supreme packs, definitely get it before it goes, uh, before it goes out because that is a delicious set of beers. I'll have to keep an eye out for that one. Very good. It's, it's very good. Um, well, Dave, we really appreciate you coming back on the show. Uh, you know, appreciate you working with us on our technical difficulties. Where can people listen to Beer in Front and where can they follow you? They can follow me. I have a website that's horrible, but it's a work in progress. Beerinfront.com. All the major players, your Spotify's, Apple's, Google's, uh, Good Pods. I mean, if you just do a search for Beer in Front Podcast, you'll be able to find it. On Twitter, I'm at Beer in Front and Instagram, Beer in Front. So you could find me there. And, you know, give a listen. When you're done listening to the Beer Bros, Give myself a listen. Absolutely agree. Uh, Rob, you want to close us out? Yeah. Uh, as always, we invite you to try these beers along with us. Please do so responsibly. Do not drink and drive. Tip your waitresses and waiters. And, as always, cheers. Cheers.